Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Fat Vampire 2, Tastes Like Chicken, the sequel to our popular first episode, Fat Vampire. This one's spookier and much, much worse. Senate Democrats suggest pass background checks on Kavanaugh included evidence of inappropriate behavior. Uh oh, bad boy! Shocker! Hundred thousand churches uh, said they do not support him. Hundred thousand churches? Christian churches. Boy, Christians are making a comeback. All right, you ready? Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> do you think Jesus said that when he came back? <laughs> well, he hasn't come back yet. Did he? No. Like, Did I miss he, it? Wake, he woke up out of his like. Uh, he was in like a bunk bed for a week. <laughs> Remember when you moved a rock or something? Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Amazon Book Club. I'm Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. This week, we're reading a book called Fat Vampire 2 Tastes Like Chicken. Two. By Johnny B. Truant. Our Lord and Savior, Uh, Johnny B. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This makes, is this the third Truant? This is the third Truant, but no plat. What's, yeah, Platt sucks. So what, we're at like 30. So like a third of our episode, not a third. A tenth. My math is way wrong. The tenth of our episodes are truants. Yeah. Damn. He's our favorite, right? I do like him a lot. Yeah. Well, we liked Fat Vampire 1 so much that we're reading Fat Vampire 2. We figured what better time than the Halloween season to check back in with our friend, the Fat Vampire. Yeah, I think he was like a pedophile, right? Well, I did like towed the line. <laughs> well, you really put a damper on this book quick. No, I don't think it was a pedophile. He was he almost, he almost was using, young child. He was using pedophile tactics to eat children. That's right. Which seems better to me. Yeah, maybe. There was a <laughs> there was a whole thing. Right. Um, yeah. If you're catching kids, it's better to eat them. I think the problem with I had with the first book was I was so caught up in the insane like vampire I do recall that you breaking you were very you're a big stickler for consistency in the rules of the fat vampire universe yeah so if you guys didn't listen to that one or if you did and you forgot like you should have then <laughs> the fat vampire t- was turned into a vampire as a fat man and yeah. his body will just stay like that yeah so he'll be fat forever yeah, fat for eternity and he which I hey, guess has powers. That's right? okay. No body shaming here. If you're fat for eternity, uh, good luck. Yeah, this all takes place in a universe where vampires or people work out a whole lot to get into oh, p- that's right. physical condition, and then they become vampires on purpose so they stay like that forever. Yeah. Right. And didn't that guy grow his leg hair out really long or something? Yeah, they said that one of the specific powers they mentioned was that vampires could grow facial hair on a whim. I don't know. <laughs> I think leg hair was just speculation on our part, but why not? I, I don't. If it's consistent, then that's how it should work. Yeah. So uh, welcome to Fat Vampire Two. Two. Electric Boogaloo. Ganesh, you want to read the synopsis of this damn book? Fat Vampire 2. Or do we really need it? Yeah. Let's, Tastes like chicken. Let's just hear it. Angels and demons, myths and legends. It's been six months since Reginald Baskin became a vampire too fat to live happily with the beautiful undead 
Six months in which Reginald and his 2,000-year-old maker, Maurice. I forgot about oh, Maurice. Maurice was trouble. Love him. He have, was good. Go, go, go on. on. Have learned that safety does not come with power. Uh, huh? These days, Maurice is the deacon of the vampire nation. Damn. But plenty beneath Maurice are still plotting to depose him. Big, or, oh, come on, big, big promotion for Maurice, though. Dispose of him. How do you kill... Who's all, one who's already dead? Well, with a stake in the heart. Surely you know some vampire rules. Yes, I knew that. Silver bullet, maybe. But a vampire wouldn't do that to another vampire. <laughs> That's true. And according to Buffy, you can use any old stick or twig. Are Buffy's rules universal? I don't think so. They're, they play. Well, then shut the fuck up, Ganesh. <laughs> shut up. But when a new and ancient threat rears its head. The nation faces extinction and the truest of deaths. That sounds like probably good, right? For people. Yeah, well, I'm, For one humans. Of, I'm one of them. You're a blood bag. Ooh, my, my, my. And that's Reg- what they call you. That's true. That is the nomenclature. Damn. How do you guys know, huh? True blood. You got secrets? It's a documentary. Oh. And Reginald, Maurice, and Nikki might be the only vampires able to stop it. Imagine writing a vampire book and the three characters are Reginald, Maurice, and Nikki. Like those that's are, our guy, Johnny B. Truant. Truant, he is, doesn't need fancy. He's a visionary. He's a salt of the earth guy. Loves a yeah. good, a good old fashioned regular vampire. He's salt of the earth, but with whimsy tied in. Mm. He's got a lot of spunk, huh? Surely, don't like to hear that. The sequel to the cult hit picks up where Fat Vampire left off. We're the cult. Yeah, we, that's <laughs> us. We're the fan base. Really? Oh, that's sad. We're the only. Wait, yeah, keep going. Sorry, I, I, I'll save questions for the end. Well, I mean, the rest is yada, 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 fat vampire eats a lot. He sucks. Okay. How many people have rated this book is a question I've never asked on this podcast, but I'm curious. All right. You know, it's it's funny you asked that because after downloading this book, I went back and checked and fat vampire one has nearly 800, almost five star reviews. So it's just sitting at a cool four and a half. Fat vampire two didn't do so well. It has about 78 reviews. Um, Ooh. Sitting also at about four and a half stars, though. Hey, so. they, the rating doesn't lie. This guy also wrote like 20 more of these fat vampire books. Yeah, we're going to read all of them tonight. Okay. You know, I wish I could go back in time and ask that question for all the episodes we've done. How many ratings there were? Well, you can't. Sorry. We made a mistake. We'll fix it going forward. Let's jump into the book now. Read the first page of Fat Vampire 2 Tastes Like Chicken. Uh, yes, chicken. <laughs> Press record and then both of you take deep rips on your babes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you kick it off, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lay off. Lena, oh, stop. Okay. All right. Let's jump in now to the first page of. Oh, my it's Lord. It's like an opium den in here. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Fat Vampire 2 tastes like chicken. Chapter one. Good. Good place to start, I think. Cold prick. No. No, no, no. That's the name of the chapter, fellas. Yeah, I, yeah well, I know that. I didn't think you were ad-libbing. That'd, Red, that'd be a bad place to improv right after Ganesha's, you say chapter one. Ganesh is uh, reading his Amazon user handle. Yeah. It's at the top of the <laughs> Reginald Baskin, who thought he might just be the fattest, slowest, and weakest vampire who ever yeah. lived. Well, well, or unlived, am I right? Come on. Come on, guys. You're also dead. That sucks, too. Decided that he was going to need the emergency shirt he kept at the bottom of his desk drawer. Oh, no. Wait, he's at work? Yeah, he's still going He's still work. working? Yeah. Back, in, back in the office. 
<laughs> Did he kill his coworkers? Uh, I think that book? was the implication. Yeah. I think maybe that just means a promotion because they were mean to him. Yeah. Well, they did bully him a well, lot. Hey, that's not good. I get uh, it. You know what? Though I he shouldn't it. have killed him. He should have just worked his butt off. Yeah, that's right. It's a meritocracy, baby. Who All knows? Right. Maybe he didn't kill him. Maybe he just uh, called him over for a tickle. We should have. Uh, yikes! Let's get out of here. Keep reading. Well, so have you seen enough? Reginald asked the customer between heaving breaths, the treadmill thundering under his feet. I thought he couldn't lose weight because he was a permanent fat person via his vampirism. Has that changed? Is the logic changed? I think, no, okay, no. I think he, uh... We should just keep reading. We are interrupting a lot and early. The customer, an old man leaning on a bejeweled bejeweled cane, nodded and said, more or less, but can you give me another few minutes just to be sure? You don't mind, do you? Oh, not at all. Reginald lied. Uh, Reginald sounds great. Spry. I remember the voice. Good for you. Reginald was not built for treadmill running. His gut swayed side to side. All 350 pounds of body by Cinnabon shaking and rattling. That's not that heavy. That's pretty Is big. It? That's pretty big. He's only four feet tall, so it's <laughs> really bad. Yeah. And punishing the machine beneath him. His breath came heavy and fast. He felt lightheaded. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. get it. He's Just fat. fly, dude. You're a vampire. <laughs> no, if you remember correctly, I don't believe these vampires can fly. <sighs> you oh, guys, we right. covered that yeah. last time. You were they really. can't do anything cool. You were indignant. Uh, no, they can again. grow their hair out. Uh, yeah, that's which cool. Is wonderful. If I want to grow a Van Dyke mustache immediately, I'll do it. Wish I could do that. Yeah. He, his breath came heavy and fast. He felt lightheaded. He raised an arm to wipe the sweat from his forehead and received an unpleasant blast from his armpit. (laughs) (laughs) He's grossed out by his own smell. (laughs) Yeah. Shocking stuff, Reginald. Yes, he was going to need that shirt. Reginald had been a vampire for six months, and there had been many times during those months that he'd wished Hollywood had gotten vampirism right. Oh, blame Hollywood. Yeah. Misrepresenting. Johnny B. Truant. Yeah. That's That's, lazy. Come on, Johnny. lazy writing, but I love you, Johnny B. Truant. If Hollywood had gotten it right, Reginald would have had boundless strength, speed, and power from day one. Instead of passing out and breaking his nose the first time he tried to run. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my (laughs) God. such a sad sack. This is... I feel like this author is mean. It's mean. Yes. They're all like, you have to be a mean person to write this. Johnny. I'm a little disappointed. What if if Johnny himself is 350 pounds and he broke his nose? Well, that makes me sad because then he has no self-confidence. Johnny, get in touch with us. Let us know if you're okay. If Hollywood had gotten it right, he'd never have been tried by the vampire council as an unfit embarrassment. God almighty. Mean. They're mean. Yeah. Vampire's a bunch of mean girls. I guess when you become a vampire, it's like high school all over again. Am I right, guys? Yeah. If Hollywood had gotten it right, demonstrating one of his company's treadmills for a potential buyer would be a stupidly easy task, and he wouldn't feel like he was going to die. That's right. He's a treadmill salesman. But they make him demonstrate them? That seems cruel. Yeah. I would not go to a treadmill place and make somebody demonstrate it for me. No. I would just trust that it works. works. I wouldn't trust... I would want to try it myself. Who says you get on that and let me see how you run on it? I don't know if I would trust an unfit treadmill salesperson. Yeah. Well, I'd certainly question the company. He's in the wrong uh, line of sales, right? Yeah. Also, he's a vampire. Just get out there and fucking roam. What are you Rome. doing working? Roam and eat. God, I would. I, I'm borderline almost cool with being homeless as a human being. Like, I would just accept it. 
I feel like if you're a vampire, you might as well get the hell out there. You can kill people, sneak in their homes, all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, and you get to sleep during the day. It's yes. the best. Yes. Not that he could die right now, of course, even if he wanted to. And he did kind of want to. <sighs> exhausting. This book is already exhausting. Where was a wooden stake when you needed one? Well, anywhere. Yeah. Just there's wood everywhere. Yep. Come on. Come it's, on. It's, it's like literally all over the place. It's just because I'm buying 50 of these machines, you understand, said the customer. No. I wish this book was about that guy. The guy buying 50 treadmills. What's he going to do? A sculpture? Like an installation somewhere? No, this, is, public I, art? this was OK Go, the band. They were preparing for the music video. <laughs> no. Breath. Prob. Breath. Lum. Wheeze. It'd be better if you acted it out instead of read it like a stage directions. The Ganesh I know would have put a little more effort into that. Yeah. Who's this guy sitting across from me right now? Yeah. I don't, I don't know him. I don't recognize you. Who are you? A loser. A bum. This isn't what I wanted. I know the stage directions. This is all wrong. (laughs) And I'm incapacitated or I do it myself, said the customer, nodding at his cane. Sure. And frankly, I'm not. He paused, looking down at his own slight frame. Then he raised his nose at Reginald's girth. And you are. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> said Reginald, cutting him off. The customer owned a perfect-sized fitness franchise and would be buying the heavy-duty line of treadmills because they could take the most pounds of punishment. Mm, love to punish my mill. Oh, so he wanted to see this guy sweat. Hey, Are you going to break this? Yeah. What he had almost said was that Reginald was fat enough to give the treadmills a realistic test. And while Reginald had made peace with the body, he'd have forever. Sounds like he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was just talking about killing himself. He seems pretty upset he with it. He should go to a spa. Yeah. Really become himself. Treat yourself, buddy. Get out there. He didn't want to embarrass the customer by making him say it. What was the weight limit again? Said the customer. Five. <sighs> Five hundred. Much better. <laughs> he's really milking it now. Whoa. This is award season coming up. He's gunning for the, the Guess gold. what? I smell like him, too. Uh, yeah. Well, we could have told you that. Yeah. Said Reginald, <laughs> trying to catch his breath. Talking was becoming harder and harder. Yep. 500 pounds. Yeah, I guess that's enough. And uh, that's at maximum speed. How fast could a 500 pound person go, really? 10. Like a cheetah. 10 meters. In one go? In one and go. Then I'm done. Thank you. I got my 10 in. Oh, I guess it's. Sure, he said. Oh, I don't know. It. I don't okay. know if I want to keep going. It's just more of him being fat. Let's just cut into the action. Yeah. Let's skip forward a little wow. bit. I've never heard Ganesh take charge like this. I think he doesn't want to act. I feel proud. Yeah, I that's think just, <laughs> our criticism. Well, it's probably just another five pages about how fat this guy is. Well, it's probably the whole book, but I guess we're going to have to live with that. It's our cross to bear. Do you want to go ahead and jump into the 25 percent mark? Is I that do. What you're saying? All yeah, right. I do. Right, why don't you do it? Huh? I'll All stop right. talking to you. Do it. Let's jump ahead. I'll talk. No action to the 25 percent mark. Yeah. Oh, yada, fat yada, yada. vampire two. I've heard that before. Good job. You fucking let's see shit. it. Tastes like chicken. We're 
jumping in now to the 25% mark of Fat Vampire 2. Tastes like chicken. When Charles was gone, Maurice grabbed the rock and banged it on the arm of the throne. Damn, all right. It's a big man to bang. Oh, man. (laughs) I, Deacon Maurice Toussaint, hereby call to order this meeting of the Vampire Council. Yada, yada, yada. You get the idea. He said. I remember Maurice now. Yeah, Maurice, I know know his I like him better than Fab. He's got confidence. Maurice has pizzazz. Well, he's the uh, mayor of all the I believe that's what it said. Yeah. The mayor, the, the mayor of Vampire Town. Mayor wasn't the correct title. Was it Comptroller? Was he the VP of uh, Vampire Operations? I think that's probably right. Office Administrator. <laughs> Too far. He said a surprising amount of authority radiating from his small frame. I know a lot of you here don't like that I'm here. But as the ancient human expression goes, tough shit. Oh, yeah. Maurice. I am your deacon, and you will show me some respect. Deacon. You don't don't have to like me. No. You don't have to support me. Oh, boy. Can't get a word in edgewise here. Keep going. I like it. But the next person who fails to recognize my authority to lead this council, having bested the previous deacon, as is our law. He gestured at Charles, who tripped and fell as (laughs) if on key. (laughs) All these vampires are real clumsy. Will be dopes. They're dead. That's true. Less circulation in the legs. Will be summarily, summarily staked. <laughs> Some summarily staked. Okay. Do any, do any of the rest of you <laughs> want to challenge me? This is Sylvester the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mixed with like a brain hemorrhage. I'll face you one on one. Speak now or forever. Hold your petty comments. Are they doing battle? For the throne? Yeah, it's like Black Panther. Hell yeah. With the drums. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Here comes Michael B. Jordan. Watch out. He paused, his chest full and his head high. The room remained still. No, none of you who have challenged me in my absence. Who have you questioned my right to rule or the presence of my proxy? None of you whom I've heard call me a relic, a throwback, a reactionary revolutionist. I seem to remember Maurice being more of a normal guy in the last book. I know who you are. So speak if you're going to speak. As opposed to some sort of firebrand vampire politician. I think more Maurice is in hot water here because he turned Reginald into a vampire. And if word got out, the vampire community would certainly not like that. You're saying he he rushed Reginald into being a vampire when he should not have been. Yeah, I think so that Reginald, would be a huge controversy. So Reginald is the Anakin Skywalker to Maurice's uh, Obi-Wan slash Qui-Gon Jinn. No, I think it's more like a scandal. Like uh, It was a scandal in Star Wars. Yoda was not happy. Yeah, but it was like by the book. I don't think people know that he did it. Oh. I no, think they're but, just mad more, at Reginald. But he went in front of a, a like a council last last book. And the council was like, yo, this guy's too fat. Like a, je- yeah, like a Jedi. Know, a Jedi they know council. of Reginald, but they don't know who turned him, maybe. Perhaps, That's what I'm saying. Perhaps. Well, I hope we find that out now. Keep reading. Reginald coughed. He, he was ripping his vape too. It was, a, it was a character choice on Ganesha's part. <laughs> Said Maurice. Then I, as Deacon, he trailed off and looked at Reginald. What? Oh, <laughs> Reginald. What? Uh, I, I don't know how to conduct the council meeting, Maurice whispered. Oh, you're supposed to have the deputy read the minutes first. 
Uh, uh, that's me. I don't know the minutes. I wasn't here and I haven't reviewed the videos yet. Reginald's been a vampire for six months and he already knows the bureaucratic rules. He goes to the meetings. He does. He puts in the work. Hey, he's the deputy. Apparently credit where credit's due. Really made something of himself. Hey, he's a go-getter. Make something up, said Maurice. Reginald walked to the front of the box. Someone laughed. Two or three voices muttered something. Minutes of the last meeting, (laughs) said Reginald. Council talked about laws. Then the building blew up. Uh, okay. Does that mean he like broke wind? (laughs) Reginald. The crowd increased its murmuring. Yes, they seem to remember it that way too. Also, Charles Barkley (laughs) was accused of fornication with a poodle. Uh, charges were forgiven. Weird joke. What am I hearing here? Oh, it's, it was a Charles Barkley uh, bestiality joke. But why? I don't know. Reginald. Troon's got something against Charles. I think Troon was having wow. a stroke when he wrote this. Because he's a more of a Ewing fan, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, Charles, no rings. You get what you deserve. Hey, Ewing, no rings. Well, they he, weren't really. No objections came. Rivals. Reginald wondered what else he could get away with, but decided not to push his luck. Neither of them are Shaq. Five rings. Mm. Six. So are the minutes, said Reginald, concluding as he had seen past minutes concluded in the records. Then, for effect, he bowed. Reginald can bow? That's the most surprising thing in the whole book so far. He's got the abs for that? I think he just tilts his head. I can barely bow. Yeah, one time I bowed, I couldn't get back up for three days. Yeah, when I bow, I tumble. Then I roll. Then I, you know. You pop up? Uh, no, you I sprawl down. Oh, I sprawl and then I burst into tears just out of embarrassment. It's happened to me a couple times in the street. Reginald walked back to Maurice <laughs> and whispered, no comment. Oh, no, you make an opening address. Think Carson's opening monologue. I uh, didn't prepare one. Wait, one time. Can I share this story? This is my one of my favorite stories of you, Austin. Oh, man. One time. Oh, I know we, exactly like, what's going to happen. It's late at night. It's like Five of us were all college kids just walking around town. You know, it was you the tra- summer. Did you, is this a euphemism for saying we were all drunk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're about to cross the street and Austin trips and falls on his knees. Yeah, in the street. Into the street. In gravel, kind of. In gravel. Like gravel's flying everywhere. It scratched me up. He just falls, collapses on his knees. Yeah. It was so sad. And yeah. then this car driving by, a guy... It's like a, a millisecond later, yeah. sticks his head out the window and yells, safe! Yeah. And does the arm motion. It's the funniest thing that ever happened. I wish I knew who that guy was. Yeah, he was like in my memory, leaning full body out the window like an umpire with his arms safe. It was. How did that happen? Yeah. Is that real? I think, well, yeah, we both remember it. Man. Were you there, Ganesh? He was not there. Probably? I don't know. It was before you were there for the summer. Oh, I man. remember this. I remember everything. Man, what a time. Anyway, that's better than this book. <laughs> oh, I just told them Charles screwed a poodle. I don't think it matters what you say. Oh, yeah, back to this. Reginald whispered, can I talk about anything? Sure, but I'd go for a rant. Openers are the time you get to speak without being interrupted by the council. <clears throat> Maury stood up and walked to the front of the box. You are all assholes, <laughs> he began. Nice. They looked back at Reginald. Whoa, maybe take it down a notch. Is the crowd like, I feel like he'd be losing the crowd at this point. He's yeah, constantly asking Reginald for help. They've got to be fed up. Yeah, like, come on. Reginald come takes on. 20 seconds to 
make a word. Yeah, every he was wheezing between syllables. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Holding his finger and thumb pinched together in front of his face. Maurice turned back to face front. By which I mean you're short-sighted. You refuse to see what's in front of your faces. You're a population that has entered into a willing, deliberate, evolutionary bottleneck in order to become homogenous with zero diversity in your population. There is, no pun intended, no new blood in our ranks. You must see that, yet you seem so intent on proving me and my ways wrong that you're willing to doom all of us to do it. I've been watching the new legislation. Yikes. I've been what's on the roster for tonight. And, I, and I've seen what's on the roster for tonight and for meetings to come. Councilman Barkley has been pushing for an age limit for new vampires. The age is lower for women than men. Why would that be? Man, I didn't realize there was such a boring bureaucracy. And I, I think that means if... I might be totally wrong, but I think Charles Barkley is part of this legislative council. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he is Sir Charles. Whoa. Makes sense. Nobility. That's his ranking. So I guess I did go the prequel route with this book, huh? Just talk a lot about politics. Yeah. <laughs> See, this, I'm telling you, this is the Phantom Menace to Fat Vampires A New Hope. In that it's much worse. But it does, I, I mean, pod racing was cool. Do I have to read the rest of his monologue? It's really long. No. You know what? Let's just stop reading the whole damn book. Just kidding. Let's jump ahead to the 50% mark of Fat Vampire 2 and see if it gets better. Let's see if Fat Vampires gained a little bit of self-confidence here at the 50% mark. Only Shane's vaping this time. Ganesh has shown some self-restraint. What the fuck, man? I got it. I'm narking. This is it. This is my intervention. Chapter 7. Diabetes. Really? Is that how it's spelled? Wow. Uh, yeah, it Wow. Is. Damn. All right. Man. Okay. Reginald was upside down, balanced on one hand in the center of his living room Damn, that when sounds, the doorbell rang. That sounds pretty cool. Reginald. Sounds I, athletic. I see. Is there a little character uh, progression I, I hear? Did he get some lipo or something? You know, he probably could have. Why wouldn't you do that? It's not like it would just come back magically, would it? I don't know. Would no, it? I, wouldn't. I, don't, I don't know the damn rules. I don't know how it works anymore. It's magic. Look at the book. Couldn't you do some like cool sculpting and just like freeze the fat away? I don't know about all I don't that. Know that. I don't know what it's like what is. all the celebrities do. Is that right? Wait, so they, how does it work? Uh, dude, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Oh, you're not? <laughs> you're not? Your parents must be disappointed. He wasn't just doing acrobatics. He was multitasking. On the floor below him was a laptop. Oh, they'd be so disappointed if they ever heard this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, good thing that'll never happen. Well, you read adequately. <laughs> <laughs> he reads at a high school level. That's very good for our son. And on the laptop were the video records of the past two chaotic council meetings. Reginald was also using the laptop to research vampire mythology and was also using the hand to eat Doritos. Well, that's actually pretty impressive. <laughs> that's a lot. Reginald, wow. If you can do a one-handed handstand, feel free to eat Doritos with the other one. I got no problem with that. And if you're scrolling through Wikipedia? Yeah, why not? Might as well. He's yeah. going to get crumbs all over his keyboard. Well, if he's upside down. No, the crumbs will fall to the floor. Yeah. My friend. Yeah, oh, you think the computer's upside down too? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I was envisioning him look. Okay. 
He, there's no way you can read upside down. He's a vampire. I don't know what their powers are. He can grow hair. Maybe he can his do that. Upside, eyeballs upside down. Yeah, I think that happens, right? <laughs> that would be wonderful. Man, that'd be okay. so cool if humans could do that. Why wasn't that part of the package? I'd what? love to be able to flip my eyeballs around and look at shit from other angles. Well, I think it's evolution. So if you do it a lot. Oh, it'll happen? Then your kids will My kids will have little uh, 360 eyeballs? Yeah. Damn. Like, uh, shit. What, I've been wasting time. Owls? Owls. Yeah. Owls? Oh, man. If Am I, I saying could, that right? I would love to be able to turn my head all the way around, too. The oh, bird? I got stuff to work on. Getting into the handstand had taken a while. He had stood uh, in front of a wall. <laughs> what? Sorry. Shane just earnestly tried to turn his head as far as away as he could and then looked back <laughs> at me and shrugged like, I tried. <laughs> I tried to do it. He did. Just put it on the record. Shane tried to turn his head all the way around like an owl. Yeah, it's just like trying to suck your own dick. Everyone's trying to do it. Whoa. Getting into the handstand had taken a while. I mean, yeah. But he <laughs> don't say it. He'd stood. We're all thinking it. Shut up. No, you only were thinking it. I'm just acknowledging it's correct. Go. He had stood in front of a wall, put his hands on the floor and attempted to kick up. <laughs> Who doesn't do that every now and then? <laughs> First time he tried, he plowed his face into the ground. Oof. Again. That's smarts. That'll cost you. Ouch. Rug burn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got any, got any more? No. Nope. The second time, he'd rolled over and ended up wedged in the corner between the floor and the wall. This guy's such a fucking... Ooh, that's a tight squeeze wedge. A schlub, dude. This guy sucks. I got a concussion in high school trying to do a handstand. Doesn't surprise me. On my hands. Were you ever treated for that? No. No. Yeah, well, it Who shows. Who found you? <laughs> Who found you wedged into a corner by a wall? <laughs> no answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nice little giggle. And he's regretting, he told, regretting that he, he said this. The third time, he'd kicked a giant hole in the wall. Damn. But the fourth time, he'd suddenly... He'd do it farther from the walls. He had suddenly <laughs> and astonishingly found himself standing on his hands, his back against the wall, staring out into his upside-down living room. It was a strange sensation. As he held the position, he went back to that strange place in his mind where his vampire abilities resided. Something clicked. His muscles stopped trying... And simply did what they were supposed to do. Oh, cool. Very cool. And congratulations. Yeah, good for him. That's a big step when you finally tap into your vampire abilities. And you do a cool handstand proud all you, alone. Proud of you, Reggie. That's step number one. Step number two. Learn all the Fortnite dances. Yeah. Mm. He's going to dab next. Yeah. I mean, dabbing is not cool, but if you dabbed while upside down in a one-armed handstand. Dabbing's not cool. I'll tell you what's cool. You want to know what's cool? I'll what's tell you what's cool. The Foxtrot. No, I was going to say dabbing upside down. But oh. yeah, the Foxtrot actually is pretty cool. It dawned on him that handstands were easy. He wondered why he'd never realized it before. <laughs> is that, a, is is that, that, is that Reggie? Is that Reginald? No. Reginald's know. balance crawled upward from his hands to his core. From his core to his legs. He realized that his legs didn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. That's great. Okay. Uh, I don't need these at all. Mm. Now that I can walk with my... <laughs> he walks around with his hands the rest of his life. And now my my head is my ass. <laughs> and my ass is my face. He could grow his ass hair out into a nice little <laughs> hairstyle. You're making a lot of... We're making a lot of assumptions here about the level of hair control. As far as we know, it's just facial hair. You like, think this guy could pump ass hair out like a mane? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. He can make it so difference? it comes out and it's shaped into a face that can like talk. If oh you get like Bosley or whatever, they just take hair from your ass and put it on your head. What's the fucking difference? Is that what they do? Yeah. All those guys in the Bosley commercials have their ass hair it's on like their head. It's like ass and ball hair and they just like. That is like, no way true. That's not LeBron true. LeBron James. LeBron James's hair is his own ass. 
good. I don't know about his. I don't want to besmirch him, but other men. I don't yes. want to besmirch him. I want to besmirch all the people in the Bosley commercials. <laughs> I have a. I'm so confused by that. Like, where does that hair come just from? Go bald. I'm telling you, your ass and taint and possibly whoa, balls. Whoa! Don't like, say the T word here. No, please, ass and balls are fine, but we don't meet in the middle. <laughs> now. I do have questions about why don't these people just go bald. But then I also think if I lost my hair, that would be the worst thing that ever happened to me. That's the last thing I got going for me. I can't lose that. Hair sucks. It's inconvenient. No. What? Well, yeah. you've been balding your entire life. You're, I mean, you're a hop, skipping and jump away. But <laughs> us. But look at me. Us. <laughs> we don't, we, we, this is all we got going she, she for us. owns it. I own it. Yeah. I pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. You no pull questions. I don't think I could pull off bald. I have a very square misshapen That's head. That's the thing. Yeah. If, oh, I have a and my head is head. very small compared to the rest of my body. I would look bad. Well, what are you saying? I, I just have I a don't really, want to hear about the big parts of your body. Uh, I have a really <laughs> angular face. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You got the beard. Facial yeah. hair doesn't go away, does it? Oh, man. If that happened, I'd literally put my head in an oven. Well, you'd put your butt and ball hair on your beard. <laughs> that's right. At first, I would go down that route and say, Doc, please. <laughs> Anything. I, I got an excess. Put it on my face. And they'd be like, sir, this is not usual. <laughs> this is very experimental. We have never done this. And I'd say it must happen. But not the taint. No, just don't. Not, not that word. Doctor. Reginald's balance. Doctor, please. Reginald's balance crawled upward from his hands to his core, from his core. So, yeah. I read and we that. heard about his core, that. which, by the way, I was going to say earlier, I think when you're fat, you can't call it your core. I wouldn't call my middle part my core. I'd what'd be like, this you, is you call my, it? my... It's my tum-tum. Yeah, that's what I'd say. It's my tum-tum. No, I think you call it your spare tire. That's right. Or I'd call it, uh, you know, my, my winter coat. Or my food bucket. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one way to go with it. I wouldn't call it that. My picnic my, basket. You <laughs> like that? <laughs> Holy hell. Now, that's that's how slang starts. Yeah. People around the country... Hey, gonna, kids. Hey, Want to know what's cool if you're fat and you have a stomach? Call it your picnic basket. <laughs> But you have to say it like that, like Yogi Bear, You're, uh, which is also cool with kids, I think, is Yogi Bear. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't call it my core. Nothing core about this. Cores are hard. It's yeah. nothing. Nothing in here is solid. Mm-mm. I'm like rolling around in it's liquid. It's yeah. like I'm full of fucking water balloons. You, you know how, how fit people's middles are always like apple cores? Yeah. Well, I don't. Not what I was thinking, but sure. Is that because they are filled with seed? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> tickled Ganesh. Wow. And he's uh, a crowd tonight. Yeah. Huh? Hey. <laughs> he alternatively let them hang and straighten them. What are we talking about now? <laughs> his <laughs> legs? What's that? Watching his back. Let it hang, baby. Oh, Reggie at home after dark. <laughs> Man, I hope he's not doing this in front of a window. No, no, no. Or a mirror. Ugh. Or a skylight. Watching his balance move. For NASA. <laughs> Let's get this on Google Maps. Watching his balance move with his mind's eye as if it were a ball of light in his center. He walked away from the wall in his hands into the center of the room. Maurice had been right. Imagine seeing this. <laughs> it didn't take much strength. He was just holding himself up, not flexing and extending muscles. So he picked up one hand off the carpet and held it out to one side, balancing on the other hand. Carpeted apartment, huh? Well, that's yeah, he got a rug burn on his face. when he. Oh, that's right. I did hear that from you. i'm glad it holds up yeah it checks out yeah he kicked his legs up into the air and made tiny hops (laughs) (laughs) this is like a montage from like spider-man when he's like testing out his powers he kicked his legs up in the air and made tiny hops i think that's the funniest sentence in any of the books we've ever read (laughs) 
Woo! <laughs> 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 little tiny hops. <sighs> then he tried the other hand. Balance. Who knew? He started to feel cocky. Mm. <laughs> it's all the uh, gravity. Yeah. Blood rushing. He put both his hands back on the floor and looking down, his back arched. Attempted to lower himself to the carpet for a handstand push-up. The carpet jumped up and hit him in the face oh. like it was angry with him. As he- <laughs> Okay. Are you? Wow. Oh. Truant got you, huh? Oh, that's good. Good imagery. As he fell, his feet punched another hole in the plaster. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> really enjoying the scene. It is pretty good. I must admit. Truant, you've won me back. Not yet on the handstand push-ups anyway. So we'd gotten the laptop and it started studying. And that's when the doorbell rang. Reginald carefully lowered his feet to the ground, placed the computer and a bag of Doritos he'd been eating one-handedly onto his coffee table, and opened the door. He found Charles Barkley in the doorway. No chance. <laughs> Levit- is, that, hear, is that what it I says? I gotta hear your Charles Barkley voice. Wait, first of all, can I, I just want to confirm. Show me that word, Charles Barkley. I want to see it in writing. Damn, there it is. Chuck. Chuck. Wearing its Phoenix Suns jersey. It says that? No, I would just hope. What number was he? 34? <laughs> Why would I, either of us know that? <laughs> Ask me the most impossible question. I don't know. Charles, I forget Charles Barkley. Yeah, what's his number. favorite number? I don't know. What the fuck? I don't his know. favorite number? No, the number. The number in his uniform. He wore. By God. Maybe we'll hear about it. He found Charles Barkley in the doorway, levitating three inches off the ground. <laughs> Damn, he's already huge. <laughs> how, yeah. how tall are his hallway ceilings? At least seven feet. Damn. Charles's whole body jiggled. <laughs> yeah, Charles is fat in this universe. Well, he's fat in this universe, well, too. He, he, did, pretty, he did some work. He was yeah. on, like, Nutrisystem. He's portly. He's pretty trim. No, he's no Reginald. He's a big guy. Without moving his lips, Charles said, Hi, Rich. I can't do it. It's fine. It's a tough one. Hi, Reginald. I fuck poodles. No way. That's what he says. Then he flew into the room and crushed the coffee table. What's happening? I'll read it again. Charles's whole body jiggled. <laughs> no, I, I heard it. <laughs> and just without saying. moving his lips, Charles said, Hi, Reginald. I fuck poodles. <laughs> then he flew into the room and crushed the coffee table. Did you get it? I got it. My, it? My, 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 my mouth was open in yeah, shock. Yeah. Uh, Shane's drooling. He's so this upset. This would be a great scene in a film. This is absurd. Is there a gas leak in the truant household? Should we check on him? Johnny, again, I say, let us know you're all right. You don't seem well. The, com- <laughs> the computer was spared. Behind him, the giant figure of Brian Nickerson stood with its arms out. Then the arm went down. Yeah, he's the point guard on the Suns in 1989. <laughs> Is that right? No. <laughs> Sup, Reginald, he said. Sup, Reginald echoed. You're stopping there? This is the most absurd scene we've ever... Charles just entered the scene <laughs> and he's <laughs> fucking shit up. Read hey, a little poodle. bit. Read a little bit more. You I can't just he's... say Charles Barkley floated in the room and crashed a coffee table and then end it. And then we're going to come back and Charles Barkley is not going to be there. And I'm going to be so confused and upset. Hey, Reginald. That's what? good. I Whoa. poodles. <laughs> And then he goes in and smashes the table. Man, I'm out of a job. Yeah. Sorry, Ganesh. This is just me and Shane. That's fine. (laughs) Once Brian cleared the doorway and moved to stand beside it, Reginald saw that Maurice and Nikki were behind him. Nikki had her arms crossed and was shivering. Oh, are you cold? Reginald asked. Freezing. 
<laughs> okay, you're redeemed. Did it say in the style of the Chia Pet song? Or did you just <laughs> ad-lib that? You made that up. <laughs> Todd Walker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no response. So trade secrets. Todd no. Walker stepped around Nikki and sauntered uninvited into Reginald's apartment. Walker, said Reginald. Brian hit Walker hard on the back. Walker became Barack Obama. What does that even mean? Is he a dream? This must be a dream, right? Uh, is it a dream scene? I don't know. Or is, I swear to God, Johnny B. Truant. Is this, did you, are you just making this up so you can do all these voices? No, I see it. I see, I saw the word Barack Obama before he read it and I was shocked about what I saw. You can't see the word Barack Obama in a book called Fat Vampire Please. 2 and not feel weird about it. I got to hear your Barack Obama impression. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. This. Shades of the 2004 Democratic National Convention right there. Remember when he got up there and moaned? Reginald, <laughs> said Barack Obama. Oh, wait, that's pretty good. Reginald. 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 Reggie. Reggie. Reginald. Then Obama walked into the living room, sat on Reginald's lazy boy. <laughs> And put up the footrest. That's a good show. All right. Fa, 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 said Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) Yee, yee, (laughs) yee. Yeah. Classic callback. Oh, I'll get a sweater. Am I having a stroke? Is there a gas leak here? I think (laughs) I might be dead. Are we dead? I walked like a mile to get home today. I think I'm dead. If we died and this would happen, I would be okay with it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it at least it'd be fine. There's worse things, like a vanilla sky thing yeah. situation. That would be worse. Would you sign up for that? No, I just want to die. Yeah, I would like no, the San Junipero shit on Black Mirror. Yeah, nah. Like, nah, just let me die. Nah, not trying to be in a fucking hard drive. Nah, no, thank you. Nah, nah, nah. Well, are we gonna end there? Should yeah. we go? No, who else is going to come into this <laughs> scene? Can you just do a little skimming and tell if there's any other crazy historical character? Abraham Lincoln? Anybody like that? Pavarotti? Well, I don't have to be her, you know, said Barack Obama. No, oh. there's no one else. <laughs> so the links for that little taste of what was... I just, I just wanted to try it out. I'll, I'll probably not even put that in there, but just want to try it out and give it a shot. That's it. You it's can't, good. You can't cut around this. You got to keep it. it. I uh, love your Barack Obama. Yeah, we should read Tears of My Father or whatever it's called. Oh, that's great. Uh, no, we shouldn't do that. Uh, let's that. Well, that's weird. That's let's just take a second and say that that's the weirdest shit we ever read on this podcast. And we'll never know if that was a dream or uh, IRL, as the kids would say these days. Well, there's no way Barack Obama's a vampire. Well, none of it's IRL. It's a book. That's true. I we're real right now. Oh, this, this is real. Venetian Chain just dropped acid. We're going to jump ahead now to the 75% mark of Fat Vampire 2. Tastes like chicken. Ready? What are we doing? 
sickening cacophony. It's Halloween. <laughs> sort of. Uh, uh, uh. These are Halloween sound effects from a CD we bought. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, <laughs> this is this is too loose. All right, we should lose listeners after this. Uh, we're gonna jump ahead now to the seventy-five percent mark of Fat Vampire Two. Tastes like chicken. Still waiting on that chicken though. Where's Chap- the chicken? Chapter thirteen. Ooh, good chapter for Halloween. Turn. Reginald and Nikki lay on a bed in their room deep in the catacombs beneath the chateau. Well, that's where vampires definitely. If you asked me to say, where would you find a vampire? I would first guess catacombs beneath a chateau. See that chateau? If this was Family Feud, if Steve Harvey was hosting, that would be a ding right at the top. No X. True. Pass it on to the next family member. The top. That would be the top. We asked 100 people. Where do you find a vampire? They said the catacombs beneath a chateau. My man, Steve Harvey. Maurice was in the chamber next door and seemed to have gone to sleep. Nikki was asleep. Only Reginald lie awake. His mind for once struggling. Probably got sleep apnea, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's him sleeping. Oh, Lord. Have you ever heard sleep apnea? Yeah, my yeah, dad. Dad has it. Yeah, same. My father, too. Well, oh, all of our dads have sleep apnea. Well, they apnea should start a club. That doesn't bode well for us. Does it? Is it hereditary? I don't know. I don't want that. I like to breathe in my sleep. Yeah, it's great. I'm a quiet sleeper. I sleep quiet like a, I could be a good vampire. Like a church mouse. Yeah. Which is why we got, we called you church mouse back in college. Yeah. Cause I was so quiet. Yeah. And because you left little rat shit pellets everywhere. <laughs> it's pretty gross, but Hey, we came to love it. And they're all shaped like a cross. Yeah. Oh, that was hard to do. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Only Reginald I awake is mine for once struggling to assimilate and solve what he had experienced. You have refused to evolve. Interestingly, Reginald had evolved, or at least he felt that he represented a kind of evolution within the species. I can walk on my hands now. He's like a second wave. Of vampires? Yeah. The fat wave? No, the power is in his mind and mm. not his body. Ooh. And his mind is in his butt, and his butt is on his head. Right. His butt goes pee. You're right. Out of his mouth. Yep. Them's the rules. That's vampires. That's what they call truant's rules. Maurice once said he'd never seen someone so physically ungifted and so correspondingly <laughs> mentally gifted uh, as so Reginald. So rude to Reginald. If I was Reginald, I'd leave. I so know you guys I, stink. Okay, I, I know when I'm not wanted. You guys stink. I'll, I'll be on. My, I'll be on my way. I don't need this stuff. Okay, I don't need this. Okay, I'm out of here. Okay, guys, I do the dishes. You don't even say thanks. I'm out of here, guys. Okay. He couldn't help but feel that he, as the vampire nation's step in the wrong direction, might actually be a step in the right direction, especially after what the voice in the void had said. Oh, this so- is a step in the right direction. <laughs> Thank you, voice. Especially after what the voice had. I'm sad we missed that. That's the downside of this podcast. We missed something called the voice of the void. It's okay. We got Charles Barkley and Barack Obama. What, what more do you want? I would have loved to hear your voice in the void. I bet. And this is just me spitballing. It would have been our little uh, New York accent. Yeah. No, because Maurice already kind of has the, the New no, York It would have been the eh, see? guy. Hey, see? It would be that guy. Yeah, definitely. The voice in the void. See? Hey, see? This is hey. a step in the right direction. See? I think I would have gone with the auto from The Simpsons, but yeah. Oh. Do that one again. Let's hear your greatest hits. Especially after what the... God damn it, I keep reading that line. He's shy. Perhaps that was why... I'm not your monkey. I'm not going to dance for you. Perhaps that was why Balestro had spoken to Reginald out of all of the vampires. I saw you trying to think of a monkey joke. (laughs) No, I felt uncomfortable the second you said that word. So I kept quiet. But now you're making me talk. And I feel worse. 
Any geneticist could explain that when a population reached an evolutionary bottleneck, that population began to die. Mistakes like Reginald threatened to break the bottleneck because they were nothing if not diverse. And how much newness? What? How much diversity had entered the vampire gene pool in the past few centuries? Vampires had gotten bigger, better, stronger, faster, and more beautiful. Ooh. Ooh, a little cherry on top. Sexy. That's why they got Charles Barkley in there. That's right. Yeah, say hello, my little friend. <laughs> the- That's Charles Barkley's famous quote. <laughs> yeah, from that movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shazam. They'd refined as a species... But like how dog breeders carefully refined a breed of dogs. Wasn't wasn't that Shaq? Well, it was Kazam. It was Shaq. That was not a Charles Barkley quote. It was all a joke from top to bottom. Causing weaknesses inherent to inbreeding. Love to explain the podcast to the host. What looked like improvement to the council was actually stagnation. Wait, I'm the host. Especially in the eyes of those that moved the chess pieces on the giant board. It's definitely not Shane. He's not the host. I'm the lovable <laughs> church mouse. That's right. Little sweet baby church mouse in the corner chewing on the wires. <laughs> Gives a little shock. Put a pep in his step. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get with the little church mouse. Mm-mm-mm. Humans have grown, expanded, and conquered the night. I'm afraid to ask what my nickname is. You read. You're the reader. You said, read. It, er- you said it earlier, and we all found it very offensive. <laughs> Humans have been born as halflings. Oh. <sighs> But it recaptured the wholeness they'd been born from. Night and day. Good and evil. Temperance and greed and up and down. And he woke hours later, not remembering having fallen asleep. Nikki was still asleep beside him. It was just after 6 p.m. He had all of the time in the world. Except that he really only had two weeks. They all did. Oh, that's not that much time at all. No, no, no. It's a fortnight. I think. It is. Okay. Maybe they'd let us, uh, just the two of us, live. Maurice had said, walking with Reginald and Nikki back to the chateau before sunset, before sunrise. Yeah, that makes more sense for a vampire. I'm old. I'm certainly more open to eliminating bottlenecking than the entirety of the American Council, which is, of (laughs) course, why they hate me. Now hold your horses. The vampire society is broken up by conventional nationality. There's an American vampire society that differs somehow from the European vampire society. They probably just thought it was easier. Yeah, I guess. But they're also immortal, so like, they should stick to the rules from a long time ago. Yeah, you right. got like a conference in like Tampa or where the fuck. You're not going to have people <laughs> from like Europe <laughs> fly into Tampa. That's true. We run it out of days in in Savannah, Georgia, so we could have our uh, southeastern quarterly vampire meeting. <laughs> the central Florida vampires. Hey, so they got to meet. Listen. They probably have like a overarching all, like kind of like NAFTA thing going on. All politics are local is what I hear. Yeah. And you know what? Maurice is fighting for diversity. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, by killing, though. No. No? Maybe I've misunderstood everything. (laughs) You were an accident, and the things you can do with your mind and your nervous system are definitely steps forward. Figure out how to breach the daytime, and we'll be golden. Oh, the big one. That's That's the big problem. When they meet every year, when they go to the Days Inn and they have their conference, right? First slide on the PowerPoint, how do we breach the daytime? That, I think, is the million-dollar question. And only because they want really want to go to Golden Corral. Also, they say garlic substitute, question mark. That's, that's the second, that's the second uh, panel. <laughs> that one did it for you. <laughs> garlic substitute? Uh, we'll see. Oh, <laughs> Still researching that. Oh, do you think it's that literal? Said Reginald. 
What if we could walk during the daylight? Humans can't actually see in the dark. What they did was to adapt. What they did was to adapt. Yes. Go on. They said, we can't do this one thing, so we'll change the rules of the game. Ugh. Reginald talking about humans like he wasn't one for like 98% of his yeah, life. Reginald, we know you The humans one. adapted to the night by like, you know, lighting a fire. Turn on the light. They Vampires can do the same thing, right? Get, a, get an umbrella. Walk out there in the sun with the shade over you. Come on. Mm, Come on. Fine. Could a vampire put on like a hazmat suit and walk outside in the sun? Absolutely. Well, then what the fuck are they waiting for? Boom. I just solved the problem. Let's move on to garlic. We can't do this. One. Oh, we can't do this one thing, so we'll change the rules of the game. They didn't find ways to see in the dark. Most of them, they found ways to change the world so that it wasn't dark. We're supposed to learn to manufacture darkness. Oh, I don't know. Just did it. Do what they did in, um, I'm sorry to bring this up, but in the Matrix, the robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for apologizing. They uh, blocked out the sun. Remember? Yeah, you're right. But vampires do not have the capabilities of the robots of the Matrix universe. Well, they blew up a lot of bombs. Uh, and oh, Ash you want the vampires to start sort of uh, nuking. They want you want the damn. I don't think the vampires have nuclear capabilities yet. Sounds like they have like a council and they're pretty happy being very bureaucratic about this whole process. Yeah. And listen, it also sounds like there's many nations of vampires that work together coordinating a worldwide nuke. Shane, be realistic, okay? Just think about it for two seconds. The humans blotted out the sun. Now that's what I would do. I was I would trick the humans into nuking me, the vampire, baiting them into destroying their own earth and then living in the cloud of smoke afterwards. Again, I've solved the problem for the vampires. He felt very tired, for once unable or possibly just uninterested in running through the permutations, the levels of meanings in what the angel had said. Oh, I don't know, Maurice. I just want to sleep. <laughs> I relate. 15 days. 15 days. Do you think you can evolve by then? Should we fly back? and try to convince the American Council to come with us to meet Balestro on this hill of yours? Shall we begin work on vampire advancing innovations? Should we start worldwide psychoanalysis groups? Jesus. Embark on mass turnings to increase our diversity? Oh, I think your neighbors are upset. Your neighbors are going to hate you, buddy. How about vampire libraries and symphonies? We could turn Tony Robbins and get his take on the whole self-improvement angle. Nah, he's a dirtbag. That's actually a way better idea. Why don't you just turn some really key human beings into vampires, and then the tide turns? Yeah, like the guy who has the nuke codes. Yeah, if you turn the world leaders into vampires. You know what? I bet all the radiation might fix the garlic problem. Yeah. Now you're killing two birds with one stone, and you're probably killing also birds. All the birds. And most rocks. Many birds with one stone. Reginald chuckled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. Maurice sighed. He looked up into the east, where the bright smear in the sky above the horizon was growing marginally brighter. Suppose I just kept walking, he said. Instead of turning up to the chateau, suppose I walked too far. I could get a coffee down the street when the Starbucks opens just to see if I've started to like it as you do. It's up there around the corner, I thought earlier. Maybe I could buy one of those sugary coffee drinks you always get and just walk. Walk past the town into the countryside onto a deserted section of road open to the sun when it rises. At my age, I wouldn't last long. There would probably hardly be any pain. No, it would all be over. Sad. It's a way to go. Wish it was that easy, huh? 
Well, that's sad. Sad stuff. Who is that, Maurice? Maurice wants to kill himself, huh? He can't. He's cracking under pressure. That was Maurice, right? Not not that was Maurice. Okay. Well, you know, it's probably for the best. He's the oldest, right? You've lived a long time, Maurice. Let everybody else have a chance. Let the fat vampire have a chance. Yeah. It's time for Reginald. It's, time for, it's Reginald's time to shine and take over and lead a new charge of rotund vampires. Not fast, but dangerous nonetheless. Well, should we do it? Should we jump ahead to the last page? Let's jump ahead to the last page of Fat Vampire 2. Tastes like chicken. Where's Boom. The I did it. I finished chicken? it. Uh, yeah, there's no chicken. Oh, dear. Here we go. We are rounding third and heading home on the uh, second book in the Fat Vampire series. Let's get into it. Ganesh, hit us with the last page. Reginald made his move. Rather quickly, Nikki made her answering move and then started tapping her fingers on the table, indicating that Reginald should hurry up yet again. Oh, don't rush me. Come on, smarty pants, she said. Are they playing a game? Scrabble? He moved his lips against each other thoughtfully. Then she said, you really think there's a war coming? Ooh. Ooh, there's something coming. I'm telling you, this is Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones right around the corner. You've seen the council. Bunch of idiots. It's all coming together. Ew, it's like they were given a choice between right or left. And we're told that left <sighs> led off a cliff. And so they chose to go up. I, I don't understand that metaphor. I don't get you. No. Yep. She's a representative of the audience. Oh, exactly. It doesn't make sense. Nikki waited for elaboration. None came. Charles, with his little crusade, you think he's in trouble? Is that who Charles is when they say Charles? Mr. Barkley. I I think so. It was Charles who fell off the podium earlier. (laughs) Charles Barkley is a main character in this book. That's really wonderful. He should sue. He'll never know until he listens to this. Yeah. We're going to tag inside the NBA. Oh, we really should. Ernie, Chuck, Shaq. Check it out. Check it out. We shouldn't because then they might sue us for using round ball rock a couple times. I don't think inside the NBA is the uh, copyright holder for round ball rock. That's NBC Sports, buddy. That's a Tesh. Okay. That's a Tesh. The rights to that music are is on fine parchment paper in a safe in John Tesh's basement. Okay, we definitely can't send this to them now. We blew it. We used round ball rock hard. It's gonna get him going. Yeah. Hey, get him riled up for a lawsuit. I'd take a lawsuit. You know the publicity we'd get from that? I'm telling you. I'm waiting. I want something bad to happen to us on this show. I want Jeff Bezos to come in and try to strangle you guys. I want Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I want him to hunt me like the most dangerous game. I want him to set me free in the woods and let me run for 20 minutes and then find me and kill me. Come on, Jeff. You I would do Jeff. it. You won't Jeff. do it. You, you won't, won't do it. Do it. That would be great baby. for the podcast. Great for the podcast. And great for you. Yeah. Finally yeah. achieve something with my life. A little thrill. Get my name in the record books. A little thrill. I like a thrill. Reginald scuffed. Oh my. Come on. You're prescient enough to know the answer to that. Charles, like so many of our other friends, has taken the simplest set of directions in the world and read them incorrectly. Ah, said Nikki. I still don't get it. (laughs) That's him going up instead of right or even left in your metaphor. 
Oh, yeah, correct. Because he's going the wrong way. Because he read the directions wrong. Oh, exactly. It's as if you had a wagon full of hay and suddenly Al Roker showed up. Why? 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 What would he do with a wagon full of hay? Yeah, what happens in that metaphor? Finish yeah. it. Yeah, Finish it. Said Nikki. That's a perfect metaphor for the situation. Is it? Is it? Is it? Actually, yeah. Reginald ignored her. I could see it. I'd love to see Al Roker rolling around in a big old pile of hay. Having fun? Yeah, like a baby. Like a kid out there. He's so thin now, you'd lose him. I know. You'd lose him in there. Yeah, I was like, I need one in a haystack. Guys. There he goes. We lost him. Are you ever going to move? She said. Reginald placed his hand on his remaining rook and moved it across the board to check Nikki's king. <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> what a dickhead. If I was a professional chess player, I would make that noise every time I want. <laughs> check. <laughs> check. <laughs> I believe the game is over. <laughs> Nikki moved. Reginald countered. Check. He said again. Oh, again? Rubbing it in. Nikki threw her hands up and hooted. Woo! <laughs> Woo! I just do not know how I'm going to be you. Uh-uh. Oh! Ganesh beat the shit out of me in chess. We played in the park. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like time chess? Like those old black nope. guys? Oh, he brought damn. a set. We played and he beat me. Damn. Bad. Be, I would love to have seen that. I had some wine. You guys brought a... <laughs> okay, hold now. Hold. Let me back up. You brought a chess set and a yeah. bottle of wine to the park together. Couple bottles. Yeah. Wow. When was this? Recently? <laughs> like three months ago. We invited what? you. It was right by your house. <laughs> yeah. You invited me to go play chess in the park with you and drink wine. I knew. And guess what? You said no because it involved leaving the house. No, 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 no. Well, maybe. You just didn't know that we were going to. I didn't know you had all that things. planned. Yeah. Thought you guys we, were just rolling around in the dirt. We had a big picnic basket. Oh, we man. did actually. <laughs> had some nice meats, some cheeses. I think I brought a handful of pistachios. I don't remember these details in the. Someone invite. had watermelon. How many people were there? Oh, like twenty. Jeez, Louise. No, that's four. That's what I get. <laughs> that's what I get. And I spent twenty minutes looking for a place to shit. Wow. He did, and he did it. Where? I'm just it. right I in front of you? And I him. scared some kids in the bathroom. He did. Oh. I not heard. from the, not from like me doing anything. Just were, you like, the smell. were you like hooting and hollering? <laughs> yeah. No, they just smelled really bad. Yelping? Screaming? And it was 90 degrees. Shouting? Thrashing? It was really hot. And all the parents who were coming out of the bathroom saying, something's wrong in there. Yes. And I was like, oh, my friend's in there. Yeah, yeah. There's a man in He'll there. He'll be done soon. He needs help. He's on drugs. And they're like, no, no. He's just very sweaty. <laughs> He's dumping out his picnic basket. <laughs> Think something spoiled in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> then she moved her queen in front of her king, checkmating Reginald's king. Nikki won Reginald 100. She hooted. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot on your tail, baby. <laughs> Say hello, my little friend. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you almost found an appropriate place for that. <laughs> Reginald smirked, tipped his king, and sat up. Oh, well done, Nick. You owe me first bite. Reginald tipped his head to the side, exposing his neck as a tease, and cocked it back to neutral and smiled. Cocked it back to neutral. Mm. Love that. Don't forget sweet, the smile. Sweet prose. Nikki batted her eyelashes. Should I put cinnamon buns on the side of my head? Oh, yes, that would be so hot. Reggie's powering through an erection here. He said, smiling. <laughs> baseball, baseball. Oh, no, that's even worse. 
I'm too pumped up, Reggie. Seriously, oh, do you have any cinnamon buns? Oh, he's still that vampire at heart. Don't don't put them on your hair though. That would be gross. On a plate is just fine. <laughs> so pathetic. I don't want a cinnamon bun. I've lost my taste for everything but coffee. I want your blood. And then I want to go out and feed for real. Yeah. I'll catch you a nice young man. Yeah. That's right, because that's in the rules. The men only feed on the men. That is true. And the women only feed on the women. I because heard. doing otherwise would be cheating on your spouse. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that is a rule from the first book that I remember. Oh, the, there's more. <laughs> oh, the buns are both for me. Yeah, we get Said it. Reginald. He's fat. He wants to eat the buns. Just ending how we started on fat jokes. Then, because it was an obvious movie, <laughs> reached down and grabbed her buns. Wait, were you expecting better from a f- book called Fat Vampire 2, Tastes Like Chicken? I mean, we knew what we were getting into. That's what I'm saying. Then, because it was an obvious move, he reached out and grabbed her buns as he, as she stood from her chair. Oh. Like the in the hair? Yeah. No. Her butt. Oh, her, I was thinking her front butt. Her what? face? Wow. Uh, Ganesh, you're in timeout. After the episode. Standing on her hands, too, so her... Face is her butt, and her butt is her face. I think. And he got up. If we're being consistent, you got to be consistent. That's like the only power he has. If there's one thing my parents told me, it's you got to be consistent. I'm an upside down man. (laughs) (laughs) Then he got up and he followed her inside of Reginald's head. Blestro's gift pulsed like a second heart. I don't know what that means, but that's the end of the book. Again, his erection. That's a set of armor from the Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. Well, hey, that's a that's a rare armor. A lot of HP. <laughs> okay, that book was uh It was bad. Yeah. Not as good as the Not first one. Not as good as fat F F V one. Although this one did have the most surreal things I've ever heard in a book on this podcast. Charles Barkley saying, I fucked a poodle, Reginald, and running f- into a flying into a room. Yes. And smashing a table. Yes. That's good stuff. That's upsetting to me. And personally. Obama sitting in an a lazy uh, boy. A lazy boy. Yeah. I like that image. I'd like to see that, yeah. This is like a fever dream, basically. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. How did we cast Reginald the first time we encountered this fella? Yeah, that's true. We, do we have to stick with the same cast? From I the don't first? know. I don't nah. think so. But now I'm thinking John Goodman. He's not that old. Nah, that's wrong. Yeah. I want to see. I mean, someone could just wear like a mocap suit. Frank Caliendo. Who's that? He's the guy with all the voices. Guy who plays John Madden on Mad TV. I also played uh, oh. a mean W. Oh, God. But fat W. I mean, who else? I mean, I hate to say it. I don't mean to be crass, but who are some other fat male celebrities that could play this? Uh, Kevin James. Andy Serkis in a mocap suit. (laughs) That's my go-to when I don't know what's going on. Uh, Kevin James isn't too bad, actually. I think he's a little old, but I could see it. A little old? I think... I get the impression that this guy's probably like 35, whereas Kevin James is what probably nearing 50 at this point. Kevin James could play a a mid-30s. The handstand scene would be funny with him. Yeah, Yeah. I I would get a good chuckle out of that. Who would play Maurice? Again, we've cast this before, but I do not remember. I don't remember who we picked. So it'd be funny to go back and see if they match up. They're probably not going to. James Franco? Ma- I don't know. He's Ma- bad. So no. Not I was thinking Maurice was black. No? Am I wrong? Oh, maybe. Um, I think last time I said something along the lines of like, oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong. I, I think I said like Michael B. Jordan. Well, that'd be great because they do that little... There's like a flashback. Oh, that's right. He does have that that Black Panther style scene where he calls. He's like, fight me. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be cool. And then who else is in this book? Charles Barkley. Charles himself. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking Tyler Perry, though. And I think we could get Obama as himself, too. I'm thinking Tyler Perry for that one, too. No. 
Dual roll, Charles and Barack. It's an experimental stuff. Is there a Barack Obama impersonator? Does that exist? Uh, yeah, Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. He's pretty good at it. Or uh, Jay Farrow. You remember when SNL had Fred Armisen? Yeah. That's kind of weird. That's like blackface, right? Yeah, he was Obama for like uh, a little bit. That was okay, huh? Nope. Yeah, I guess not. Well, okay, who else is in this book? Anybody else? Nobody Nikki? else. Nikki. I can't get a handle on what Nikki is. Uh, she won one game of chess. And she was freezing. So maybe maybe <laughs> Bobby Fisher. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. She's fun. Sure. <laughs> Shane, not sold, but accepting. Is that it? Is that everybody in the damn book? Yeah, sure. Is that the whole thing? We're wrapping this up. Everybody seems like we're done with it. We're done with yeah. it. You don't want to listen to this anymore? You want to listen nah. to more? No? Nah. You don't want any more? Nah, I'm done. I'm Should, done let's, talking. Let's just, let's just. Let's just end it here. Let's wrap up the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Morris Reese for our music. Thank you to Chris Linkwist for her artwork. Uh, you can find us online at AMZN Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. If you're 75 years old, you can email Ganesh directly at amznbookclub at gmail.com. Or you could shout my name in the street until I hear it. And you're going to hear it. I'll hear it. Just lean out the window and shout. Uh, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.